Hello, lovely souls. Sonia here with Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode 51, and we are in April of 2021. I'm not sure when you'll be listening to this, but thank you so much for leaning in and making this a part of your routine. Today is all about disconnecting to connect. And I'm going to be sharing this podcast. There will be a YouTube video that will accompany it. And it's very true. It's very aware. It helps bring you into the moment. And I definitely want to talk about this today because we are in our second year, give or take. Um, Here in Ontario, we're back into another lockdown. For those that have been listening to the podcast, you've heard me say that often. We're back into, we're back into, but yes, we are back into another lockdown. It started um, Saturday and today's Monday. So we've got it another 26 days at least to be in lockdown. And yes, we're, when we're in lockdown, it means something different, right? It means something different for everybody. For some people, it means disconnecting with others because we have no choice. Or perhaps it means connecting a different way with others. And and that's where I want you to go with this today. It could also mean a way of connecting differently with yourself. And the primary way we've been connecting with people over the last year has been through, thankfully, through technology, right? That's been bringing us closer together. But how many of us were leaning into that when we didn't need to prior to the lockdown? And, And don't get me wrong. I think there's a time and place for technology. I use it all day long, but I'm going to bring you an example. This weekend, um, yesterday I spent the day in dirt. I was cleaning up the gardens, cleaning up the backyard. Tony and Nathan were flipping deck boards and I was literally in the garden, in my shoes, full of dirt, feeling every minute of bliss as I was preparing for what I like to do. Garden, being in the moment, being outside, watching the fruit of my labors produce over the summer. And ironically enough, I went to take a picture, not of the garden I was working on and what I was doing, because, you know, literally pulling out dirt, it's no big deal. I went to take a picture of myself and I hesitated and I'm like, I wanted to show people how having that downtime is so important and leaning into things like gardening is like harvesting your soul. But the pictures I took First of all, I hesitated and the pictures I took, I didn't like. Not that they weren't real. I didn't want to share. Oh, that's Hannah saying good morning. I didn't want to share that private moment with anybody. And that's part of what I mean by, not that the pictures weren't good. It doesn't matter. I could post whatever. But that's what I mean by disconnecting to connect. Do we really need to share every single minute of our life on social media? Do we really need to be sharing just the highlights and the good, the bad, the ugly, or what that looks like for you. So today let's talk about disconnecting to connect. You're going to love the YouTube video that I've got, um, that I'm going to be sharing with this as well. So I do encourage you to listen through it. It's literally about three and a half minutes to watch the video. It is absolutely worth it. And actually today, this is going to be my, my newsletter today too, because I think it's so, so important. But It has a lot to do with your mind, body, and soul, disconnecting to connect. And it points to a connection between social media and believe it or not, obesity, right? Um, Because the video talks about how disconnected we become from real life and how social media, media, 
social media and virtual relationships have undercut truly being social and fostering meaningful relationships. When we don't have those things in our life, we tend to self-indulge because most cases we don't know what our body needs. So in that case, we are fueling it with the wrong things. We're not actually fueling it at all. We're just feeding it. We don't want to be feeding our body. We want to be fueling our body. So in exchange, we're getting energy. So when you do listen to it, listen to it with an open heart, an open mind, and just see what your biggest takeaways can be. That's what today is going to be all about. You know, as I go back and think about my weekend in review, yes, it was an Easter weekend, but Tony and I had to get away on on Friday, on Good Friday. We went for a drive and it was exactly what I needed. Some sort of body connection with each other. And literally we hopped in the vehicle. We went for a drive about an hour away. We went and took a look at the sights and by the water and had a nice, you know what? A nice, not good for you meal at a local pub. And when I say not good for you, it was good for the soul. We actually did healthy choices. We shared a plate of French fries and we shared a pizza. It wasn't really that bad. Um, but my point is we needed the getaway. We needed that little time to reconnect with each other. The music didn't even come on the radio until on the way back. And we were almost halfway, more than halfway back before it came on. We both have a lot on our list of things to do. It was super, super, super important to feel connected. Life gets busy and if you're living in the same household with somebody, or maybe one of you is working from home, or maybe things are different than the way they were before COVID, what can you do to reconnect in a different format, in a different way? So let's lean into today's episode. So as I mentioned, the video talks about how disconnected we become from real life, from things like putting our feet in the dirt and simple gardening, or going for a drive and just seeing the surroundings that surround us, and how social media have made virtual relationships the norm. It's truly undercut fostering meaningful relationships. It's a good way of getting it started. Every single person who I've connected with on who I felt a soul connection with through social media, I plan on meeting in real life. The right time and the right place. Even my, my day job, when I'm still serving people, when it comes to helping them hear better, I plan on doing a cross Canada tour one day and just letting people know I'm in the area and meeting them for coffee because some of the conversations and connections I've had were truly, truly amazing. I remember last year, pre-COVID, so January, February, March, pre-COVID, before the world got shut down in 2020, I already had had 16 face-to-face visits with people. Um, that We were 16 weeks in or thereabouts. Um, some of them was twice a week. So I guess it was, but I remember, because I remember, because I was going to go for a full year of this and then COVID happened, but it happened accidentally. I wasn't mindful about the fact that I was setting up um, connection conversations with in face-to-face at a coffee shop with people that had either been out of my life for 20 years. I reconnected with people or brand new people just to meet and say, hi, how are you? Not like a date by any means, but more like a greeting and see how we can possibly work together or just get to know each other or just be in each other's company. If, if our worlds collided and if we were meant to merge. So, I think that's, that was fantastic. And I plan on doing more of that at the right time. So for me, 
yeah, this has been a year of change, but, and it's also been a year of reflection and digging deep and finding out what truly I need to do. So here's what I think. We have a hard time making good decisions in the moment because we're routinely not in the moment. And this is the connection of social media, if you would, technology and weight loss. We're not in the moment. We don't just sit there and listen to the birds chirp or watch the trees move or watch the waves in the water. We're not in the moment. We're distracted. We're detached. We're distracted and detached from others, but more importantly, from ourselves. We don't necessarily know what we need to eat when it comes to feeding our body. So we're not fueling our body. We are simply eating to eat or, ooh, the sweets taste good. No, my friends, how's that serving you? It's going to make starting over hard. So hard, you're not going to want to do it. It's going to make going from an extra large to a large that much harder. When you learn to fuel your body, when you can learn the cues that your body is giving you, when you can disconnect to connect, it's going to make a big, big difference. It allows us to avoid the consequences of our decisions in the heat of the moment when we have more time to connect. We have a hard time prioritizing our health because we're disconnected from ourselves. When we spend more time in real life, more time connecting with real people, I believe we become more connected with ourselves. And yes, the same thing can hold true over the phone. And right now we're doing what we can, right? But let's, let's go back. Last year, I got to know my neighbors. Our neighbor children drop off treats for us every single holiday. Like we got Easter cookies this weekend. I wouldn't have known my neighbors a year ago. Some of them we were just getting to know, but not all of them. We know four or five neighbors in our neighborhood by name. Can you say that? Ask yourself, do I know my neighbors? Our neighbors are our foundation. We need to know them. We need to, we don't even know if they're, I can tell you, we go golfing with our neighbors now and they're my parents' age. Um, we can sit there on the deck and social distance or sit there every day after work. Tony goes and lets the dogs out and talks to the neighbors about our, his day and about what's new and about the dogs. He just connects with people. We saw our neighbor at Christmas across the street, literally, we thought have a heart attack, but it was heat exhaustion from mowing, from snow plowing. You know, we go, we go right over there and check up on them and make sure that they're okay. And what, what a world we can bring together when we have the time to connect with people. So when we're more connected to ourselves in our real lives, instead of the lives of those we watch through the media, we are more mindful. Our choices then become more mindful. They don't become a product of our consequence. Let me say that again. We become more mindful. And our choices do not become a reflection of our consequence. When we're more mindful, we know that we should be eating every two or three hours. And yes, if we eat our breakfast at seven, then we should be eating a snack around 1030, 10, 1030. And then maybe lunch a little bit later. It's not all of a sudden, oh, I got so distracted. I'm hungry. What that happens, it means you're putting technology and everything else ahead of your health. And it happens. It happens to the best of us. It happens all of the time. But when you're more mindful, when you're more connected 
to yourself, you're going to be able to notice the difference. So disconnect to connect. I'd love to know how this video makes you feel. How do you want to make the changes? I definitely want to um, get your feedback and opinion on this because I think it's amazing how one person's opinion can transform so many lives. And that's why I'm here with you today is to share some of my journey with you and some of my stories and capture some of my private moments that, yeah, I liked being in the garden and nobody needed to see that part of me. That's a part of my world that makes me a better person for when you do see me. Yes, I'm still the same person. I'm absolutely the same person. One of the things I am in life is very transparent and I wish the same for you, right? Just be you. But I didn't need to capture that moment. And I'm so thankful I decided not to. Not every moment needs to be shared. So when we're more connected with ourselves and our real lives, instead of the lives of those we watch through social media, we're more mindful of our choices. And in that case, we are not a victim of consequences. We're mindful of our consequences. So when I watch the video, I'm going to share with you, um, there are some things I want to change, but I know our hands are a little bit tied with social media or with uh, COVID and social media is the only tool keeping people connected, but it doesn't mean it needs to be on all the time. Read books, dance to music. What else can you do? Paint, do a puzzle and not all social media is bad. You can listen to an audio book while you're painting or gardening right? You can track your food on many of the apps that are available. That's not what I'm saying about disconnecting to connect. Okay. At all. Don't make it your priority to do everything and share every single moment or to follow somebody else's moments. Leave your phone in the car when you go to the gym. Leave your phone at home if you're going to the grocery store. So we do spend more time in life, more time connecting in people, I believe when we do this, we become more connected to ourselves. So when we spend more time in real life, more time connecting with real people, and these are real conversations. And yes, it might be over the phone and you might be calling for a point and purpose, but share your moment with whoever you're on the phone with. Feel that person's value in your life. They are in your life for a reason, whether it's a short period of time or not. Connect with them. When we do that, we become more connected to ourselves. When we're more connected to ourselves and our real lives instead of the lives who we watch through the lens of social media, we are more mindful of our choices. I shared this, um, I will be sharing this on Facebook. I'll be sharing this on my newsletter as well today. But I do leave my phone in the car when I go and run errands. I also walk away from my phone every single night at a certain time. Nine o'clock, it's in the bedroom. If the kids need me, they'll need to have to call Tony. They'll need to have to call you like that. They'll have to call Tony. Um, if any of my friends or clients need me after nine o'clock at night, it is not an option. My phone goes into the bedroom at nine o'clock at night and I do not go near it. More often than not, I leave my phone on vibrate during the day and I know it frustrates others because they can't reach me unless I'm on it or unless I choose to check, but I am the master of that technology. It does not master me. So I don't like the distractions. Like you just heard a second ago of the phone going off regularly. I don't like it. It 
takes away from what I'm doing in the moment. You know, if I'm making dinner and singing to a song, I don't want to stop everything to pick up a phone. No, I'm enjoying the moment. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely my, my, my phone does not go in the shower with me or in the bathroom with me. Sometimes if I'm having a bath, yes, it will. Um, but where are you disconnecting from life? Where are you trying to pay more attention to the people around you? And how are you imposing any kind of tech curfew? And how's it going to make a difference for you? Think about those questions as we get ready to chime off for the day. I'm not going to be on here too, too long today. Some of the episodes are shorter, some of them are longer, and and that's fine. They don't all have to be a certain time because I'm here to help you. I'm here to serve you, and I'd love to know how you're going to disconnect to connect. Are you going to go for a long drive? Are you going to go to the beach? Are you just going to journal your thoughts? And let yourself journal your thoughts for five, 10 minutes or start with a page and see where it goes. That's what I tell all my non-journal friends because most of them don't journal for the fact that they just don't know where to stop. They could journal so much and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I truly believe in journaling. If you need to set a timer for five minutes, if you need to set a limit to one page and you do one page a day until you're, you're comfortable, that's a great way to disconnect. Painting, baking, bike rides. There's so many different ways to just connect. For me, it's being out in nature. I'm actually thinking about how I can move my work outside for the season. Very super, super excited about those potentials and the opportunity that it brings to me because I will daydream. I was noticing this weekend, and this is where this conversation came about. I don't remember the last time, besides last summer, where I have really daydreamed. And as a child, as a younger adult, I daydreamed all the time. I tend to daydream in the summer a lot. You know, I'll be um, outside and just noticing the trees and my thoughts will just daydream. They'll go wherever. And that brings peace to me. So as I close off today's podcast, what brings peace to you? Is it going for nature walks? Is it doing a daily meditation or a calm? How are you disconnecting to connect? And yes, when I'm mentioning those tools, feel free to use your phone for those things. I do. I use the Calm app. That's a different format than following people on social media and feeling like you're not good enough or feeling like you need to watch their life because yours isn't enough. We are stepping away from that. You're learning to be more connected to yourself. That's what today's episode is all about. It's the only way when you take a step back and realize all that you bring to the table, disconnecting To connect is the only way to elevate and upgrade your life. On that note, make it a fantastic, fantastic week ahead, my friends.